It's just a stupid toy. No, it's not. Tell him, Uncle. Mary is right, Max. But it's just a toy for you. Maybe a real friend or someone else. It just depends on your imagination. Welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the terrible movies about princesses and princesses to be. And we are concluding our inaugural Nutcracker November with uh, a, a look at Nutcracker The Untold Story, which this one, I was I was really looking forward to this. Oh my freaking god, Christy, what the <laughs> hell did I just watch? <laughs> What in the fuck was this? This is my god, magical film. This is what the hell. This one, I thought for sure this would be the grand finale of this month. That this would be the absolute worst Nutcracker movie that you have seen. Uh, you 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 kind of spoiled it a little bit off pod, but you have mentioned that. I, I did not manage to topple the nuttiest nutcracker. No, I would I listen, I would rather watch this one again than watch the nuttiest nutcracker, which is something because nuttiest nutcracker is half the length of this one. Yeah. Yeah, this this is a full feature length film. This was a theatrical release. Oh my god. This had budget. This had <sighs> actual stars like it was this it's almost like it's just it's this is baffling like i don't know how this got fucking made but it's got so much money in it Mm -hmm. it's wild and i i think that's a big part of why i find this movie so entertaining because it, you know, like, when, when you think of a film like The Nuttiest Nutcracker, it makes sense that that one was as bad as it was. It was a studio working in an unfamiliar medium. They didn't have a big budget to throw around. So there's there's a lot of potential avenues for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, with Nutcracker The Untold Story, there was obviously a lot of money that was put into this production. And so the fact that this movie exists and it is what it is yeah in spite of all that money and effort that makes it so much more funnier to me it's so wild because like i i there's so many there's so many (laughs) absolutely (laughs) horse shit buck wild baffling decisions in this film that are just I I'm so how who why how, who did this what the fuck my my favorite thing is when you feel like somebody's pulling a prank on you when you're watching a movie <laughs> is that that's this whole movie yeah like you're like you're just waiting like all right. All right, what's really what is the real movie going to start, Christy? What is this like strange? This is a this is a oh. lot of effort you put into this funny joke. This joke <laughs> movie, right? Yeah, how uh, <sighs> speechless. 
And yet I... I must find speech because I need we need to words must be said. Yeah. <laughs> this we can't just do an hour an hour and 20 some minutes of just baffled just spluttering. Why? For a bit of a bit yeah. of background for this one. Um so Nutcracker the Untold Story. This is a 2010 film, and it is also known as the Nutcracker in 3D. Which I didn't realize I remember hearing about the Nutcracker in 3D. Like yeah? I I remember like that when I found out cuz I I had to look shit up about this afterwards. <laughs> um and when I saw it listed as the Nutcracker in 3D, I was like, "Wait. I have like vague weird memories about about that." Not that I ever saw it, but just that I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, I remember this existing. Yeah. Y- anyway. You, you have heard of it somewhere through the grapevine. Yeah. I. Yeah. This one, I don't remember when I first came across it. I think it was probably one of those classic, I just saw the trailer pop up <laughs> on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, I do remember that after I watched this, I, I immediately I was like, I gotta show this to people. Um, <laughs> like I didn't I didn't even call a bad princess movie night. I was like, we are like let's just get together. We are going to watch this movie. But I need I need you all to see this. We must all bear witness to the bullshit that is this I, movie. <laughs> I, I need to have someone else view this so yeah. I can know what I've seen. Please confirm for me that this movie is real and not some fever dream. Yeah, like... <laughs> Wowzers. Back to uh, finish off the history. Yeah. Uh, so, so this one was a British-Hungarian production that stars, among other people, uh, Elle Fanning, Nathan Lane, and John Turturro. Uh, this project... Uh, this film was directed by Andre Konchalovsky, who at one point said that the film was his quote unquote dream project. What? Oh. Yeah. I'm dreadfully sorry, sir. Yeah. But we're going to have some words about this film. Mm hmm. Oh boy. But, uh, this film was a box office bomb, as you might expect. No. And- <laughs> yeah, it was. Pretty much universally panned by critics. Uh, the <laughs> late Roger Ebert said of this film that it was one of those rare holiday movies that may send children screaming under their seats. For so seriously, there's parts in this that I'm like, uh, if I had seen this as mm. the as the intended age for it, I would have had nightmares. Yeah, like legit oh, yeah. nightmares. I, so yeah, I could. I yeah, that's. Yep. <laughs> it's. I saw. What's weird is that Wikipedia actually. If you go and look up this movie, it classifies it as a Christmas musical fantasy thriller film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean. I, uh, I, I, I guess. guess. I guess. I. I, I guess. mean it. 
I yeah, I, I almost feel like that's Wikipedia struggling to categorize this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else you would Yeah, thriller I guess is sort of where it where it goes to for some of the sequences in this film. Yeah. Thriller or or hor- or horror? Yeah, horror. The the body horror in this film is a thing that uh exists. Yeah. And just like straight up horror at times with the, the mouse king or the, oh. the rat king. Oh my god, we gotta tell. Well, I don't want to derail oh, us yeah. yet, but boy, oh boy, oh, I had a visceral out loud reaction yeah. to his fucking face. Oh yeah, I, I think I know exactly the scene you are referring to. Oh. And we will be getting to that. Yeah. Um, in fact, maybe we should get into the discussion so we could just open things up. Yeah, please take us take us away on the. Was there anything else of the background you want to get to first? Nope, that's that's okay. it basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, take us on. Um, can, Christy, can you can you <laughs> can you explain the plot <laughs> on this <Yes>. one? <laughs> let's. All right. Yes. Let's oh, let's give God. it a shot. Let's explain the plot of the Nutcracker, the untold story. Oh boy, here we go. Our story begins on Christmas Eve, where siblings Mary and Max are bidding their parents farewell, as their mother is a famous opera singer and has been invited to sing at the palace. The siblings are to be watched by their uncle, Albert Einstein, (laughs) 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 who presents the children their gifts. The first gift is a large dollhouse filled with various unique dolls, and the second gift is a wooden nutcracker, who Albert Einstein calls N.C. <laughs> Max ends up breaking N.C., but Uncle Albert is able to fix him. That night, Mary apologizes to N.C. about Max. Sorry about my brother. Voices like that. No problem. I'm used to it. NC tells Mary to put him up somewhere high, so she places him on the top of her bookcase. NC then throws himself from the top of the bookcase, landing on a pile of pillows, which results in a massive explosion of feathers. Afterwards, it's revealed that this process has somehow allowed NC to grow to human size. N.C. leads Mary to Uncle Albert's dollhouse, and upon entering the room, Mary finds that some magic has occurred, and that the family Christmas tree is now gigantic, and she is now tiny. She is introduced to the dolls of the dollhouse, who are now alive, and happen to be friends of N.C. N.C. explains that they must rally against the Rat King, but first they must journey up the Christmas tree to find the Snow Fairy. They do, and the Snow Fairy explains to Mary that N.C. was cursed by the Rat Queen, and that with Mary's help, they can defeat her curse. At the Snow Fairy's urging, Mary takes N.C.'s hand, and suddenly he begins transforming into a flesh-and-blood human. Is it happening? You're a boy. Not just a boy, a prince. Wow. You did it. You believed. NC explains that after the Rat Queen turned him into a nutcracker, her son the Rat King and his army captured his city. The Rat King is frightened of the sun, 
So he burns all of the children's toys in his smoke factory to create a permanent cloud of smoke that blocks out the sun. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Unseen by Mary and NC, two humanoid rats in steampunk jetpacks have witnessed NC's return, and they fly off to go report back to the Rat King. Upon hearing news of NC's return, the Rat King simply gets his mother to cast another spell on him, while sending his men to go out to cut down the Christmas tree. Back at the tree, the new spell takes effect, and NC is turned back into a nutcracker, just as the Rat King's men cut down the tree. Mary falls and wakes up back in her bed. She rushes downstairs to find her father furious over the Christmas tree having fallen over. Mary reclaims NC from the falling Christmas tree and storms off, her family not believing her explanation for what happened. The next night... NC and Mary try to formulate a plan. All the discussion ends up waking Max up, and NC allows him to join their crusade against the Rat King. They return to the room where the Christmas tree once stood, where, unfortunately, a trap has been laid for them. NC is captured by the Rat King along with his doll friends. The Rat King torments NC a bit in front of Mary and Max, which delights Max. The Rat King ends up inviting Max to join him, and so Max goes with him while leaving Mary behind. Max, my uh, friend, uh, your sister has to learn some manners. You ever wonder what happens to a doll's soul when it burns? No. Perhaps now's a good time to start. <laughs> Toss them in the trap and then take them to the smoke factory. Come on, boy. The Rat King rides off with Max to his palace, while NC and the other dolls are to be brought to the smoke factory so that they could be destroyed. Thankfully, not all of the dolls were captured. The remaining doll tells Mary that an old mirror in her attic leads to NC's world. Mary walks through the mirror and begins making her way through the occupied city. She comes across a gathering where the Rat King's men are forcing children to give up their toys for fuel for the smoke factory. Oh my god. <laughs> As the toys are bulldozed into a trash chute, Mary jumps in with them, where she finds herself inside the smoke factory. Soon after, Mary finds the lifeless body of NC being loaded onto a conveyor belt. She follows him and begs him to wake up, telling him that she loves him. A tear falls from her eye onto the nutcracker, and Mary finds that not only has NC returned to human form, but he returns to life. NC reveals himself to the human workers of the smoke factory, and they rise up against the rat soldiers. While the humans are fending off the rats, Mary and NC work to shut down the smoke factory. During all the commotion, Mary ends up captured by the Rat King, and she is taken to the palace with NC following close behind. The Rat King takes Mary up to the top of the building where a helicopter is waiting, with Max and the Rat Queen already inside. The helicopter takes off, but NC manages to sneak aboard. A fight ensues, and the helicopter proceeds to crash land onto a convenient mountain of plush toys. <laughs> With the crowd of humans closing in on them, the Rat King and his mother shrink down into their original rat forms and make their escape into a nearby sewer system. Deciding this is a victory, the city celebrates. At this point, the Snow Fairy appears and tells Mary that it's time for her to head home. 
as Mary is sent off, and C promises her that they'll meet again, and everyone bids Mary goodbye. The next morning, Mary wakes up back in her bed, with news that Uncle Albert is waiting downstairs with a guest for her to meet. That guest is his new neighbor, one Nicholas Charles. They call me NC for short. The film ends with Mary and NC happily skating together underneath a big Christmas tree in the town square. Condensing it down, mm-hmm. it, it all yeah. There, you know, it's just you made you did a great job condensing that shit Thank down because mm-hmm. everything in between those is absolutely the most buckwild shit. Yeah, there's this is this is another good example of there's a lot of nonsense that doesn't fucking matter to the plot, and so when you cut down the summary for brevity, it sounds like okay, this is kind of a weird but like not as crazy film and it's when you're seeing it in its total that that the real craziness seeps out yeah so so i guess we should begin at the beginning Mm -hmm. their uncle is albert einstein (laughs) they're albert 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 einstein there's no uncle drosselmeyer fuck that his name is albert einstein and he teaches kids about the theory of relativity it is of this is I this is fascinating to me. That why did they decide to do this? The the well cuz at f- the the very first the first people credited mm-hmm. in the credits for this film because they do it in like order of appearance is Sigmund Freud. Cuz mm-hmm. he's just there hanging yeah. out and you're like, "Oh, okay." And then they're like, "And also Albert Einstein is here. He's their uncle." Oh, okay. Yeah. And also, the Nutcracker, based on Napoleon. Why? But, yeah. I don't know. Why? The, oh. like, the Nutcracker, I can kind of see where it's like, okay, they just wanted to give his design, make it a little unique, make him, like, kind of oh, Napoleon-ish. I, f- I fucking hate his design. <laughs> okay, hold on. We gotta, we gotta, okay. we, we gotta talk about Albert Einstein first. Yes, okay, Albert Einstein first. Yes, it's just, this is just, it's so fucking baffling, because Drosselmeyer is a perfectly serviceable character. Yeah. In fact, that's the character you want. Why the fuck, what, how, why is Albert Einstein... Why? why did why did they make him somehow he is because he still does the same shit that Drosselmeyer does. He's still yeah. sort of shown to be the engineer of of Mary's adventure. He still yeah. has that role. So now it's like Albert Einstein was actually somehow this protector of NC and his world who has been working with him for um 30 years because they like the characters specifically mentioned that the dollhouse that Albert Einstein has has been in his storage for 30 years. So we have 
Why, Albert Einstein? <laughs> Just why? Just why? Why? There's no answer to that. There's no, no. reason. It's why? And it was and it just because they were like, well, we're setting it in 1920s Vienna. Mm-hmm. Why not? I I guess. I guess. We get to put Nathan Lane in a funny little wig and have him and, sing about relativity. And make him do an accent. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? I, it, it's, it's just, it's amazing. Absolutely baffling. It. And he's also, he, he's, he's the narrator of the film, like, on screen. Yeah. Oh, he breaks the fourth wall. So are we, like, Albert Einstein, who, uh, also knows about magic, also mm-hmm. knows that he's in a film, and is the narrator. Yeah. He, he just, every so often, he what? turns to the camera and just, like, makes a, makes a crack to it. I'm so I'm baffled <laughs> I'm baffled it's amazing I remember when I um like I, again when I first saw that trailer like seeing like the little clips of, of Nathan Lane as Albert Einstein I remember thinking like oh like that's a weird choice for Drosselmeyer why did they make him why did they make him look like Albert Einstein <laughs> And then well, you, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then you watch the film, and you're like, "Oh, I see, I see." He is, in fact, just Albert Einstein. He just is Albert Einstein. It has no bearing on the plot. It just they just wanted him to be Albert Einstein. They just they they saw the opportunity and said, "Why not?" And people told them, "Well, there's already a perfectly serviceable character and." Albert Einstein was a real person, and why would you use Albert Einstein instead of the character from the... And they said, why not? <laughs> they just, they put their fingers in their ears and just went, la 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 la, la. Yep. Can't hear you, <laughs> la la la. <laughs> I, I oh. mean, that's one surefire way to make sure your movie's unique, I guess. I, I fucking guess. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's that's like the first, yeah, major hurdle to get through in this film. And then, uh, like you said, probably the second one. <laughs> the fucking Nutcracker's design in this. Holy shit. He's fucking terrifying. <laughs> he is just bad to look at. It's... Hey, so... I, he is absolutely, like, we kind of goofed on the Good Times Nutcracker looking like he belonged in a horror film. But I think, I think NC in this, he has Good Times Nutcracker beat easily. Yeah. Well, like, and, like, the body, the hat, even, like, you know what? Even if the face, if he wasn't, like, if... If that face didn't have to emote, it would still be a fucking weird face. Yeah. But it's this, like, it's this completely round head. And the eyes are completely circular. um, And just have these tiny little irises and pupils, so it looks like a fucking weird Tim Burton-style character. 
Yeah. And then instead yeah. of having like a, a jaw, it's like the entire, like there's an entire bit of his, the bottom of his head that just sort of flaps off uh, up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, uh, it's just, it is distressing to see it, especially up close mm-hmm. and like beside human faces. And then it's like, take this, th- this is, this. I can't, oh. it's it's just it's too it's too spooky. It's it's it just spooky. It crosses a line that I didn't know existed <laughs> in yeah. terms of nutcrackers. And it's not even like cuz like the jaw that flaps off that <laughs> that sort of moves up and down. Um it has teeth. It has yeah. teeth on it. And that makes it even worse somehow. His his size too the fact that he is like a, a person a, size yeah the size of a small child that makes it 10 times worse for me because at least with the previous nutcrackers they've all been doll sized so yeah. if one of those nutcrackers started coming at me in the middle of the night i feel like i could probably fight them off you know <laughs> <laughs> but if you just woke but, up to see this nutcracker's face looming oh at God. you in the darkness, you'd shit yourself. I would. I would. Like, I don't. It would just. It, it's over. You're. You, I'm, you have. I. I have passed away. No, I would not. I'm not confident that I'd be able to take this fucker in a fight. God no. And and like you said, his like his jaw is just the entire lower half of his head. So feasibly, he could probably just fit my entire head into his mouth. Oh no. And we see just crush it. Yeah, cuz we we see later in the movie he uses his jaws to bend thick steel bars. Oh yeah, he could he could fucking kill a man with his jaw. Yeah. He could destroy me so easily. I, and I think it's it's cuz a normal nutcracker has like a head and then like the jaw does like it opens and shuts with a mm-hmm. lever on the back. Fine. Makes yeah. sense. But this one, it's, I think it's the round head plus, like, the way the whole bottom slice of that head just flaps yeah. open. It's, it's something about it is just the worst. It's it's just unnerving because it's almost like, it, it, it's almost like the equivalent of a snake unhinging its jaws. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Consume. Oh, it's awful. And his his voice doesn't help it either. I, it wasn't the voice I was expecting to come out of that nutcracker. <laughs> so I don't know what voice I was expecting, but it wasn't yeah. that. It still caught me off guard. So when when the nutcracker, when NC is in his nutcracker form, because he kind of swaps between that and human form a few times in the movie, he speaks with like a, a very high pitched, kind of like I don't know, I just just high pitched, almost like very kiddish. Yeah. It, it, well, it's, he's voiced by uh, a lady. Yeah, yeah. Like, they didn't use the same voice from the child actor that plays him. They used another voice of, like, yeah. an adult woman. And it, it is just a weird, weird choice. Oh, actually, I so I should mention, because, not because I just secretly pulled her up on Wikipedia here. Oh. Um, but... The the voice of uh, the the Nutcracker of NC in its Nutcracker form is Shirley Henderson, and she's I guess best known for Moaning Myrtle in the Harry Potter film series. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. It is, it is just, it's a weird fucking choice for that voice. Because it's, it's bizarre. It just adds to, like, the unnatural feeling. Because, I don't know, I, I think it's, like, because it sounds, it's the type of voice that I think if you saw it in an animated film, I think it would fit in. But there's, it's something, there's just something a little too cartoonish about it. Yeah. Seeing that voice come out. In with all these live action people who have, you know, they're just using their normal voice. Yeah. It it just, it's another level of disconnect. Yeah. It's, I've, it's bizarre. It is just a strange choice. I've actually seen some versions of the trailer where they will dub over uh, her voice for just the, the, the kid that played NC in his human form. They just, they dub over with his voice. Oh. Yeah, why not just keep the same voice? I I don't know. I I don't weird. Very weird choice. What while we're talking about design stuff, do we need Uh to talk about the rats? The design of the rats in this film. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I guess first off, just to talk about. Their, their physical appearance. Uh, through some unexplained means, the rats in this world seem to be able to change from a normal fo- rat form into yep. a human-sized person with just rat-like features on their faces. So all, all the rats are just human actors with prosthetics to make them yeah, like with little... Like sharp little... Like, they connect the, the line between the nose and the, and the lip. So they've got like a little, almost a little kind of snout going on and yeah. they usually got like kind of bigger hairy ears yeah going on. yeah which i i'm not gonna lie i'm 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 okay with that i think yeah I, yeah that's it's, fine and it's it's a way to get around you know how do we how do we have an entire army of mice it's it's like i don't mind that that's okay i guess i guess the only thing that sort of threw me off with that is that like I kind of imagined that it was a, a situation of like if they were in reality they were a rat rat and then as soon as they went to whatever magical mm. land this was they'd be the person rat but no they apparently can just go back and forth. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Shrug. Yeah, it just uh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> They're not sure. also just the most beautiful little 2010 CGI rats. Oh yeah, and the Rat King has his like <laughs> bad little rat <laughs> wig. Like, yeah, it's kind of adorable. The rat, so the Rat King has very stark white hair when he is in his human form, and that <sighs> carries over into his rat form. But instead of just giving him, making him a a, a white rat, they made him a like a brown rat, but just with this little white wig. <laughs> it's kind of precious. Oh my god, but um. We so so that's the physical appearance of the rats. Now, uh-huh. as as for their fashion sense, oh my god! Oh boy, Christy, yes. Why are the why are the rat? Why did they make the choice to make the rats? <laughs> you, Fucking you, Nazis! I, I want to use that word. 
I I think it's fair because I I have seen people like this is something that comes up in like every review that I have seen of this movie is that yeah they give the Rat King and his army they give him very they very clearly reference the Nazi uniforms for yeah. their outfits. What the fuck? It's it's like, it's a what fucking the actual yeah. hell. It's a weird choice. I know I... this is like, uh, it's like the it's like the weird. For some reason, it's the go-to choice for people where it's like we need to show that these are the bad guys. So let's make let's invoke the imagery of like history's greatest monsters. How about that? Uh, uh, but it's just like. I don't know. It just it it feels uncomfortable. Incredibly so. Especially because like we see them, they are invading the city. This is shown in a flashback. Oh my god. This army invading a peaceful city and putting its populace <sighs> under detainment. The Rat King uses his smoke factory as a way to imprison the rebel uh, imprison the rebellious citizens he puts them to work and again just again the you know it's just it's, it's it's uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable this is not the type of shit you want to see in your christmas movie no <laughs> you know like honestly <sighs> why it's just absolute why ah is yeah I don't know I don't understand I hate it <laughs> it's yeah no. this is fucking weird it's so fucking weird oh god oh yeah I don't know there's what so many weird decisions in this movie just the I. <sighs> Huh. How do you come <laughs> up with this with this bullshit, and then no one says no? Yeah, you you know what's funny is that I I saw this little this trivia on IMDb, and it says that the this film does not credit the original Nutcracker and Mouse and the Mouse King story or E.T.A. Hoffman, and that's probably because they changed so much fucking shit in this movie oh, that yeah. it really doesn't bear any resemblance God, to the no. original story. None at all. I mean, a little bit. You can see where they took inspiration, but yeah. no. It just... I don't know. It's just why. That's the big question with this movie. <laughs> this, this whole movie is just fucking why. <laughs> How did this happen? Why did you make these decisions? Why did no one stop you? Yeah! <laughs> how with could this be? With how many people you need to make a fucking movie? How did nobody say, should we? Is this? Are, this, wait, are you sure about this? Do we want to stop and think about this for a bit? Do you want to take, making... a, take a fucking break for a second and maybe talk this through? Yeah, we're making some weird decisions here. I think we we need to just just push the brakes a little bit. Just like, take no. a breather. No, no, no. Oh, I've given you my vision. Now go. <laughs> it's 
Go. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this is a this is a wild wild film. Oh my god! Also, hey. the Rat King is played by what, John Tut- John Turturro. Yes, John Turturro. Amazing. It's it's just I I won't lie. I I kind of love him because he is just so he is chewing the scenery. I feel like this man doesn't like he gets a part and he's like. All right, <laughs> just goes yeah. for it. Let's let's fucking do this. You want like this is the character you want? I'm gonna, you know. I mean, he he gives it. He's try. He's he is acting. He's his in hard. there. Yeah, yeah. In his bad I, wig, his bad wig, and he's making those little R faces that they're gonna have to CGI over. Oh. After. Okay, so it's 2010 CGI. And yeah, honestly. A lot of it looks pretty good. A lot mm-hmm. of it looks like, especially the integration of NC with like most of the shots. They do a yeah. pretty good job with him. Um, there's one of the dolls in the dollhouse is a name I don't even fucking remember, but he's a <laughs> chimpanzee person. He's like a uh, chimp man. Gilgood, I think. Sure. Um, <laughs> you can tell they've CGI'd his face, but yes. it's not super distracting. But you can tell, um, and and then there's the fu- and then there's the fucking rat mouth. We're gonna get into yeah. this now because it. So he goes yeah. like, Meh! and then like they CGI his face to have mm-hmm. like a rat muzzle, and it is the most yeah awful thing. <laughs> there's like, it happened. It happened, and I audibly went, alone in my apartment, while I was watching this, I audibly went, what the fuck? (laughs) And then every subsequent time, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. But not like a good, like, oh, shit, hooray. It's like, oh, Uh, shit, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Yeah, this is, I, (laughs) I wish, this is the part where I wish I was watching this movie with you, because there's so many parts of this, this film that I just, I wish I could have seen your reaction. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, like so the the with the rat king, it's basically anytime he gets super duper angry, he will go a little more rat like and just will start chewing, you know, just, uh, make the big scary face with his 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 big ass sharp rat pincer teeth. And I can only imagine that this is what uh um Roger Ebert was referring to when he was saying that this film would probably fucking scare children. Yeah, if I saw that as a child, like a a young child, that would be like in my nightmares. I would have child nightmares of like this fucking rat man. It's awful. Especially there's a moment towards the end of the film where Mary is so so... They're in the smoke factory. NC tries to like put Mary in an elevator, a metal elevator, oh, to God. kind of protect her. But then the Rat King and his army show up, and he starts he starts fucking chewing through the metal doors of the elevator, the metal elevator to get to Mary. And you see his like big scary face just chomping through it, and it is just holy fucking shit. Like, that's it's, terrifying. It's terrifying. 
but not in like the fun good way it's terrifying no. in the visceral like oh i oh i, I yeah. no 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 kind of way it's, especially in that scene because if you are a small small child the same age as mary like it's very easy to put yourself in that perspective of the rat king is coming to fucking get me yeah it's oh oh god it's no the, good there's a there's another like creepy moment that i want to talk about where uh-huh. it's, it's it's the scene where um so the rat king has captured the nutcracker and his doll friends one of whom is a young drummer boy named sticks and so the rat king is kind of he's he's like in full like braggy i've won mode and so he orders sticks to start drumming and sticks half-heartedly does so so the Rat King then saunters on over to him and then proceeds to rip off his head. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just like, oh, you're a toy. And then he yeah. like, he rips off the head. And like, the thing is with the other toy, like NC stays looking like a like a horrifying nightmare nutcracker creature. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the three other dolls in the dollhouse... All like two of them are just people. Like they're just mm-hmm. the sticks and tray trinkets. Uh, uh, uh oh, the clown. Yes, um, Tinker, Tinker, Tinker. Um, they just turn into human actors. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy, the the chimp turns into like a dude with with chimp prosthetics and CGI on him. Um, so. When he rips off Styx's head, it's from a a a, a human looking person. Yeah. Like a, a he's not a looks like a toy. He he's a human, and he just, and he, he just rips that thing like that thing right off. Rips it clean off, and clean then proceeds off. to throw it at Mary and Max. And, and then they have like fucked. They they have this moment where because Max I don't Max is like he's younger than Mary and he also like he has a whole thing in the movie where he likes destroying toys, so he yeah, kind of like he's we, the first thing you see of Max is him taking like a fairy like the fairy the snow fairy or whatever off mm-hmm. of the tree and then lighting her on fire like lighting her dress aflame straight up lights her on fire just to watch her burn. Yeah, so he's kind of he's introduced as a little sh- like little shit destroyer. Yeah, so Max Max thinks this is all great, and so he like he and the Rat King's men they kind of like just do this ba- this basketball toss with this this child's head, and then yeah. finally the Rat King catches it again and then slams it back on on Sticks's body, and then like you kind of see like it, like it's eerie because Sticks was just like motionless without his head. And yeah. then once th- once the rat king slams it back on, he's still got like this wide-eyed stare probably cuz they're like having to transition between the prop head and his uh, actual, actual hu- head. Yeah. Yeah, they have to do an effect to transition, but it's just him like wide-eyed and his arms kind of slowly raise up to like kind of touch his face and and then he starts like moving properly it's horrifying oh my god like this poor this poor kid and then the scene just moves on and the scene just fucking (laughs) moves on just ignore what you've seen children don't worry about it oh what the fuck amazing 
Oh, can we can we talk more about Max and what a little shit he is? Oh my god. It's yeah. He's just a little shithead kid. And like, I get it. I that's mm-hmm. the rule that the brother is kind of supposed to play, I guess, in the nutcracker. He's a little little mm-hmm. shit. But Max takes it to a new level. Yeah. Like he's he's out here purposely destroying things. It's not an accident. It's a I'm going to do I'm going to fucking wreck shit. Yeah, he just genuinely likes wrecking shit. Like like you said, that scene he he lights the snow fairy's ornament on fire and he's literally he's just standing there to watch it on fire. Yeah. And then Mary like notices purposely takes it off of the tree, walks mm-hmm. over to a candle and lights her on fire. Yeah. And then and yeah, and the- Mary notices yeah, she notices and yells at him, and he just flat out, he drops the fucking burning ornament on the floor and jumps behind the Christmas tree to hide, and he has the audacity, this is what made me mad, <laughs> he has the audacity <laughs> to say, please don't tell on me, Mary. Like, uh, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck you. If I had a sibling that did that, I would be already out the door to go tattle on him to mom and dad. Yeah. Fuck that! What the fuck? You don't, Though don't I do guess that. there is one point, mm-hmm. uh, like a little bit into the movie, where it show. So <sighs> the rats have metallic bloodhound. Yeah, rat, rat dogs. Rat dogs. <laughs> rat rat dogs. dogs. Um, that they unleash in their house and they chew through the Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. um, like the base of the Christmas tree. So when the kids wake up the next morning and their parents come home, the tree is on the floor. Like it's down on the floor Mm -hmm. because it fell over because the rat dogs chewed through it. You know, like how happens in a dream. (gasps) <gasps> but the dream is real life <gasps> the dream is real apparently fucking except at oh. the end she specifically says it's a dream and don't worry about it anyway yeah. <laughs> so when the parents discover this they get fucking pissed and they're like why would you do this and mary's like i didn't do this blah 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 and then max comes down the stairs to like f- find out what's going on and the first thing his father does is snatch him and twist his ear and go why would you do this and i'm like no wonder this kid acts out yeah it's that is very fair i i did fucked he is very like anytime even way at the end of the film when the they're in the helicopter and it crash lands there's a moment where max is he's he's crying and he's petrified and he's trying to he's saying that it wasn't his fault and it was like it's almost it's a very weird moment because yeah it it just like comes across like like you said like this like he there's some kind of underlying issue that is making him very very sensitive towards being blamed for things yeah uh, there's there's not there's not a much of a deep dive on this poor kid but like no. he's he's undoubtedly a little shit but also, yeah. I think there's something else going on here. <laughs> yeah, there's he's a little shit, but there's so, yeah reason for it. Um, yeah, 
they do try and give him a moment where I guess we're supposed to feel like he's learned some kind of lesson. Where I, um, I honestly did feel bad for him. And I think it's just like that child actor was really good. Like, it's yeah. a good, good actor on Max. He's um, yeah, he's he's good at the crying bit for sure. Yeah, but it's because he goes with the Rat King because the Rat King's like, I got fucking cool ass motorbikes in here. And the kid's like, OK. Yeah, fuck yeah, I love Because he's like, what? He's supposed to be like six? So he's stoked on these motorbikes. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, and, and the Rat King is like, oh shit, this kid loves destroying toys. I also love destroying toys, I yeah. guess. Is one of, is my whole fucking deal, I guess. It's- it's kind of, uh, it's almost like, honestly, I, I kind of like that because the Rat King genuinely takes a shine to Max because because Max likes to destroy toys. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, we have something in common. Yeah. But then, like, when they're rounding, when they're, like, forcing the citizens to go through in a line and give up their precious toys mm-hmm. into this pile... And he brings Max down, and he's like, Max is watching this, and he's kind of like getting, getting kind of horrified at, at all of these like weeping, sobbing children who are being like, who are having their their possessions taken from them. And the Rat King's like, "Have fun, destroy as many as you like." And this poor kid just starts crying. Yeah, and he's he- like, "No kid should destroy another kid's toys," and he's just doing that kid cry and you're like oh mm-hmm. oh kid yeah. and he very he very genuinely starts like crying cuz he wants he wants to see his his parents and and yeah Mary. he wants to go home yeah and you're like yeah this is a this is a child so you know mixed feelings on max he's yeah. absolutely a little shit but also <laughs> he's like 6 and deserves yeah. some some care and lenience and a dad who's not gonna fucking cause him physical harm when he's angry yeah yeah and that that's what it kind of felt like where especially like you said the weird twisting of the ear thing yeah it's because this kid is like clearly in pain and even when his dad like lets him go he's still like holding his ear and like crying and then yeah. when he crashes the helicopter and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, please don't blame this for me. I'm so sorry. And he's like crying in the helicopter. And Mary comes over to like be like, no, you you did it. You're okay. You did a great job. She like reaches out to comfort him and he flinches. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> There's something going on. And that's really, it's really sad, but it's completely treated as background noise in this film. And it's like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like it, it kind of makes you wonder, was it intentional or was it just that the, I don't know, I, like the actor, their performance was just. Maybe. I, I don't know. Like maybe that kid is too good of a performer. Yeah. Maybe he's just a really strong child actor. But yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. It was very, it was a heck of a choice. Yeah. Uh, or non-choice. Anyway. <laughs> That's Max. <laughs> yeah. God. Do you notice why I, I just to like, on the note of like burning all the kids' toys. Oh my God. If this shit, so if, if we assume that NC has been with Albert Einstein for 30 years, 
then presumably the Rat King has been burning toys for 30 years. You'd think they would have run out at this point. You'd think so, but they have enough to make an enormous pile in the center of this town. Yeah, like, do parents keep getting toys for their children? And Maybe. They... Huh. I don't, I don't know. I was trying to figure that out, because, like, does time work differently in NC's world? Or, you know, like, has Dull it been... years? Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's, it's... Who knows? It might be a dream, it might not be, so it's like, I don't know if we, like, eh, like, how does it work? Is it even worth discussing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Shrug. <laughs> um, there's, there's a weird thing, not, not, uh, not about the time thing, but there's a weird thing where there's actors that play characters in both reality and also in the uh rat it, it, world yeah yeah um but there doesn't seem to be a lot of correlation like no. the, the the actress who plays their mother is also the snow fairy and it's remarked upon like Mar mary's like you look just like my mother and she's like but i'm not and you're like oh okay all right cool 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 um the actor who plays i believe einstein's butler <laughs> is like one of the what? the the yeah dissidents what? one of the rebels yeah uh and then the um the i'm pretty sure the that the nanny yeah. yeah the nanny is is this this mm. one is the most weird one to me is that the nanny is also the the rat queen yeah, and like the nanny's introduced by showing that she's an alcoholic, and you're like, um, that's dark. Mm. Okay, okay, because she's she comes on screen and she's unsteady, and she goes, okay, just one more, and then takes like a swig of something in a flask, and then goes to get them for dinner, and is yeah. like kind of stumbly, and you're like, oh, ma'am. I don't know if that's maybe meant to be like a Wizard of Oz foreshadowing thing because the mouse or the rat queen drinks rat juice to make her potion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't put two and two together, but yeah, she she reaches when she's casting a spell on the nutcracker, she she drinks rat juice yeah and then they cgi her eyes getting really big yeah she's just it's like fucking weird <laughs> just like gnawing on the straw i don't even know if she's actually sipping anything or just like I don't know. Tr trying to act like she is what what the fuck is rat juice i don't want to know what rat juice is <laughs> it's just it's some mysterious fluid that she needs to drink in order yeah. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to think about rat juice. Yeah, but it's just it's weird because, like you, like you said, it doesn't. These dual roles don't have any bearing on the story, and based on that interaction with the snow fairy, I guess that's deliberate. You know that that like. Well, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. 
like oh okay is this just sort of one of those things where you're like having a dream and people you know are are not people you know and people who you don't know are people you know yeah kind of just brain thing who knows but like her dad doesn't play like the dad doesn't play anything in no. in the fairy world and you would think that by you know like in the same vein as jumanji or peter pan where they have the char- the dad is this belligerent dude who has a bad relationship with their kid they have them return as the villain in the story so yeah. captain hook and uh uh oh sh- shooty man in <laughs> jumanji shooty man in jumanji yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> i haven't seen jumanji in like years so I can't uh, help you. I'm sorry. I mean, the movie holds up. The CGI does not. I'll that's say that fair. much. That, that's fair. But um, but it's so it's weird that the dad doesn't play a role in the fantasy. Like, yeah, you'd almost expect him to play the role of the Rat King or something. Yeah, like that's sort of what I expected. But then, nope, that's John Turturro. Yeah, and and to be fair, I wouldn't want to give up john Turturro's no. rat king for the world but i'm glad i'm glad it's john Turturro, and yeah. not uh what's the name uh richard grant yeah who Boring. plays a great villain he's like he's he's in star wars i think he's he's been in, in some stuff he's such a uh, dick bag in this movie yeah but it's also like when albert einstein <laughs> comes over to visit um the dad is like mary's mary fucking broke down our tree i think uh she's gone completely out of control she thinks that the nutcracker's alive there's a lot of bullshit she needs to grow up uh you can't you can't come here anymore and then albert einstein sings a song about how the dad had an imagination once, I guess, and then gives him a pebble that was apparently his magic oh. pebble when he was a child, and he's like, "Oh right, magic." We yeah, we 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 gotta do a deep dive in on this. Do we? I, okay, so we fucking <laughs> do because the seed is incredible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, so after the rats cut down the Christmas tree, Mary wakes up and her family's all very confused about what happened, yada yada. Her her dad, upon hearing the story about what, you know, Mary tries to explain what happened and her dad accuses her of lying and basically just starts losing his shit. And then from across the city, Albert Einstein uses his psychic abilities to sense that something is wrong at Mary's house. Yeah, he he looks at the camera after exiting a bakery for his morning mm-hmm. snacks. It's like he looks at the camera and goes, "I sense something is wrong at Mary's house or whatever," and yeah. then heads off and is like, "Sir, yeah, yeah," and and so he he shows up at their house where Mary's dad Joseph is waiting, and so Joseph has decided. That Mary has become, quote-unquote, unmanageable, and that 
Albert Einstein is the reason why, because he encourages her imagination, and that's a no-no. So as a result, Joseph wants Albert Einstein to stop visiting. And in response, Albert Einstein launches into a song about how when Joseph was a little boy, he used to have a favorite pebble, and that pebble he always kept in his pocket. But then one day, tragedy struck, and Joseph lost his pebble. And as Albert Einstein sings it, he lost his childhood innocence that day. And that's, that was his, his start on this path of darkness towards becoming this bitchy, unman, unman, just bitchy <laughs> man he is. And yeah. Then, like, like, he lost the pebble and with it the magic of yeah. it's I, and it's, and We're not exaggerating. That's what he's singing. And how... His dreams had died, his enchanted bird forsaken. But sadder yet, the young forget, and all too soon his life was overtaken by grown up. This yeah. pebble was just, just, just so crucial to Joseph's well being. Well, and like, I can see, you know, being a kid, mm. as a child, you might have like a special item, a magic thing that you get attached to. And I, you know what? That's, I could see that being a thing. Having that be the thing that turns you, like, destroys your your childhood completely is a lot, but okay. Uh, shout outs to the actor for extremely selling this like emotional moment. Like you can see him remembering the his childhood tragedy. and the happiness that he used to yeah. have, and like just having that sort of wear away on him, and like coming close to tears as he recollects the like joys that he had as a, as a child. Yeah. But it it is. It's just like. You used to have a magic pebble, and then you lost it, and then you lost your childhood hopes and yeah. dreams. You're like, damn, okay. And then what's what's great is to finish up to finish up his song, Albert Einstein. Then he presents to Joseph. He just reaches into his pocket and he pulls out his pebble and he says, "I saved it. I saved it for you." And Joseph is overjoyed, and, and I guess he relents and allows Jeez. Albert Einstein to stay in Mary's life. <laughs> it's just so full of emotion as he holds this. This it's like a it's like when you find a kid and it almost looks like a little piece of quartz yeah. kind of thing. Like it's a nice shiny little stone. It's a decent looking pebble. Yeah, I could see how that would be some child's like lucky rock. Yeah. That you take on your imaginary adventures with you or something. I could see that. Yeah. You know? Sure. And then and then the clincher to this scene. <laughs> Albert I Albert Einstein, he walks out of Joseph's office. And then once again he he talks to the camera and he reveals he just has a fucking pocket full of pebbles. It wasn't the real pebble. Yeah. It was just a pebble he had. And he's he's just like it's a good thing I, I always bring my lucky pebbles. He just gave Joseph a random-ass pebble, and he just fucking lied about it. Yeah. I'm just, oh, just... It's an incredibly weird little detour. So good. I love it. 
What do you know? What would have been great is if in if in the moment that Joseph, because if okay, if if that was actually Joseph's pebble that he lost, and because Albert Einstein he sings about how Joseph looked for it and looked for it and he couldn't find it. Yeah, like why did you have this? Yeah, there's no where was where was it? <laughs> Joseph like should have gotten pissed off at him. What the fuck? Yeah. Excuse me. That would have been my first thought. Like, how did you find this? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, I imagine it was sort of just an assumption of, like, he found it at a point in time when it, when Joseph no longer gave a shit. So he just held Uh, on to it. Maybe. But it was just, oh, you know, you used to love that pebble. And when you lost it, you were so beside yourself. And... It's okay. Here it is. I found it. <laughs> oh, okay. I meant to give it back to you, but I was busy coming up with the theory of relativity. <laughs> you know? I've had a few other things going on. Yeah, I had some shit to do. I'm Albert fucking Einstein. Oh I'm my busy. God. Jesus. <laughs> on that note, can we talk about his <sighs> song? Uh, Everything's Relative? Yes. So, so I guess just to lay down the foundation. So all of the songs in this film, they are, they are, this is a musical. All of the songs are set to adaptations of Tchaikovsky's music. So primarily the Nutcracker Sleep, primarily the Nutcracker Suite, but there's also some other ones in there. Um, so the instrumental backings to all of the songs are kind of what you would expect what makes these songs themselves so amazing are both the choices of the songs and then also some of the lyrics. Oh my um, god. But so the very first song we encounter in this film is Albert Einstein singing a song about relativity, again, set to Tchaikovsky music. Fantasy comes and goes, black is white, day is night, so you might turn your highs to lows. If you think positive, open mind, you will find life is kind, it's all relative. Relative. It's just ridiculous. It's so weird. It's such a strange choice. Um, It's just, it's wild. It's, I mean, it just further, like, it doesn't... It just adds to the shock of seeing Albert Einstein in this movie. Because up until that point, you could maybe convince yourself, no, that's not Albert Einstein. That's just, yeah. know, they just decided to do a funny, a funny not, you know. Yeah. But no, he stops and he sings about relativity, which is for him, it's just doing, talking about opposites. So he's singing about up is down, uh, short is long. If you, if you're, a, if you're a short person, but then you meet, a tall person then you're short but if you're a short person then you meet someone shorter than you're tall and that's that's relativity baby yeah <laughs> everything's relative everything's relative and then it's just that do 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 i can't do i can't fucking sing i'm trying <laughs> it's beautiful but it's, it's beautiful. just it's nutcracker music with albert einstein singing about about relativity but yes. not scientific relativity no it's wonderful. It's so weird. Like, the songs in this film are all very... Like, there's the Rat King song. Oh, I love his song. 
Oh. It's all just so strange. It's the Rat King song. Um, he So this is when his, his men come back to report on, like, the, uh, the Nutcracker is back and he's alive. The Rat King... The the rat king just like sings this, I guess just like his intro like what what he's all about and what yeah. he's all about is that he just doesn't like humans he thinks they suck rats are awesome everybody should be a rat two three four welcome to a stygian era darkness web rodents seem much clearer days eliminated sunlight so overrated discipline created Everybody should be a rat. Humans suck. And also, will not mention his hatred of toys, but that's still a part of his. I don't know. He's a very complex character, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess. Uh, he he um, electrocutes a shark in a tank that he ostensibly he had just... as his own shark and then kills it just because. Yeah, he just has. He has a tank with a great white shark in it. And. And that's the punctuation, the grand finale of his song, is he just sings about, he says, the lights go out, and then he electrocutes the shark to death. It's it's fucked up, honestly. It is just, like, it's so confusing. Like, why is this? First off, where did you get a great white shark? How did you get it in the tank? Why would you get a great white shark in your tank just to electrocute just to it? Just to kill I guess it because for a song. He, He's just the bad guy. I guess. And what's amazing is that that's not the end of the scene. No. Because you see... So as a result, you have to see the motionless great white shark just floating in the background. It's it's messed up. It's just... It's so weird. Why? And the yeah. shark screams when it gets electrocuted, yeah. it's, it's Yeah, da- it's, it's horrible. It's like a cute little, like, eh. It's one of the many things in this movie where you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Why John, would you- John, <laughs> John Turturro does a sweet flip. Oh, he sure does. Or rather his stunt double, but it's still, well, it's just- it's, Yeah. You can imagine it's John Turturro. <laughs> just great. And then the Rat King is making his army dance along with them. Yeah. But they're all like, just awkwardly shuffling around. Yeah. It's- a lot. Amazing. What what was your favorite song in the film? Oh. You expect me to remember that there was what what the <laughs> songs were? No, they're I mean, gone. Those... They're they're oh, long gone, Christy. I'm sorry. Those were the main those are like the funniest ones to me. Because there's also like the Snow Fairy gets a song, and that's actually like, okay, this is this feels like a real song. Does she? It's not like it's, it's gone. Yeah. Christy, it's gone. I it's don't... when they're Oh, it's yeah. She gets like it's. She has a song and she sings to Mary about that she has to like believe in herself and junk. Uh huh. You you probably don't remember it because it was just like a like it it again it felt like an actual song <laughs> that an actual movie should have. <laughs> you know. Oh. Oh wait, yeah. Okay, no, I remember that song now. Kind yeah. of, I think. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't think I have a favorite because I just didn't, I guess maybe everything's relative just because that's the only one that I can remember at all. Yeah. 
that one's <sighs> in terms of visuals i feel like the rat king song is the best just because it is like the most well yeah it's the one that you could post out of context and have people very confused about what the fuck is going on. <laughs> um, Check, please, please see the uh, Bad Princess movie Twitter, where we will undoubtedly show you the Rat King song. Oh, absolutely, and as many songs as I can, I can click <laughs> Twitter's within Twitter's uh time limit. Oh. Um, I think story wise, though, the uh, the Pebble song. It just, you have to know the context of that song within the movie for it to work. Yeah. Because it is just, it's so fucking, it just, just, how did we get here? How did and we the get re- here? And just, just, uh, Albert Einstein gives a man <laughs> a pebble. And, uh. and what's, what's wild too is that that works. And we see at the end of the film, Mary's dad, when she wakes up and she's all sad about having to leave behind the world, the Nutcracker's world, her dad is like, tell me about your dreams, Mary. And she's, you know, like, he's trying to share in her imagination now. He learned his lesson. Yeah. Because he got a fucking Because he got pebble. his pebble back. God. I mean, you know, I kind of bought it because, like, <laughs> you know, of all the things in this film... Having yeah. the the father be reminded of the fact that he too was a child once, and there is wonder and imagination, and he shouldn't be punishing his children for for being kids. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> I, next, yeah. next to everything else in this film, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's it's just again, it's just the manner in which it's done. Yeah, fair. Albert Einstein gives a man a pebble. Albert Einstein gives a man a magic pebble. <laughs> Sounds like a very weird children's book series. <laughs> the Adventures of Albert Einstein. <laughs> Albert Einstein and the magic pebble was a weird yeah. part of that series, but, you know. And it has it has nothing to do, I want to make this now, well, it has nothing to do with science or no. anything. It's just yeah. Albert Einstein on the most, like, weird adventures. <laughs> weirdest most unscientific adventures yeah (sighs) god what else to talk about there's Um, so much but also (laughs) i can i say i love how this movie awkwardly cuts away from showing uh nc's transformations Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the body horror I was talking about, mm-hmm. it's it's partially in the Rat King's horrible face, um, and also in the Rat Queen when she, like, drinks the rat juice and has her, like, eyes get all fucked up. But also, it's whenever this kid turns back and forth into a nutcracker, because it starts with his hands- and you just see mm-hmm. these like articulated wooden hands, like turn to flesh. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucking. It's a bad <laughs> visual because like at one point he's turning back for the first time and his whole hand turns back. But like the way that the Nutcracker is designed, he's got like a piece for his arm and then like it's a bit of wire and then his hand, so that yeah. like the hand can articulate. But 
when it turns back, then you've got the piece of the wood for the forearm, and then, like, the bit of wire, and then a human hand <laughs> on the end. It's just, it, yeah, not good. What the fuck? And then when he turns back, it's like, it's always just on the hand where his fingers, like, turn back into wood slowly, one at a time. You're like, ugh. Yeah. I hate this. I think I think they realized how nightmarish it was starting to yeah. look because they only ever really show his hand turning back and forth from from wood to flesh. They, yeah, I can't imagine what it would have looked like if they tried to do his his horrible bug-eyed face yeah. into the child's face. That would have been awful. Yeah, they always they always cut away from it or like he's covered with something so that you can't see it happening. Yeah. Which Mary like there's one instance in in particular Mary would have been able to see it happening. She had like a front row seat, but again, oh, yeah. it just happens between quick camera cuts that you only see his hand is is turning back into a nutcracker and then instantly the rest of him he's nutcracker. Yeah, it's it's no good. <laughs> Oh god, so too scary. There's so much there's so much distressing things in this film. Yeah. Do do we want to talk it off, cap it off by talking about the ending a little briefly? Sure. I just I just want to mention that so what the day of saved uh NC is being carried around on the soldiers of his citizens. Everybody's all happy. Mary is standing there, and then the snow fairy appears to Mary, and she tells her that it's time she head home. And yeah. Mary, surprisingly, is like, she, 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 she's upset to find this out, that she doesn't yeah. get to stay in the Nutcracker's kingdom. She's like, fuck going home. Like, I want to stay here. This is home now. Yeah, she, I want to live here. She literally says, this is my home. And she, yeah, and she, which like... You know what? I appreciate it because when it's like, <laughs> I see there's this. so there's so many sto- exactly there's so many stories where the kid at the end is like, no, I gotta go home to my normal life with my yeah. normal f- everything and normal normal, and leave behind this world of magic and wonder, and Mary's like, no, <laughs> no, fuck, fuck that. that. I want to go back. I'm staying here. It's just it's hilarious to me because. Again, like to 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 think back to the Nutcracker Prince that that ending, the tragedy of Clara wanting to stay, but also wanting to go back home and live, be able to grow up and live her adult life with her family, and then you have this movie, and Mary's just like, <laughs> no, fuck that, I don't give a shit. <laughs> the Snow Fairy has to be like, no, like your mom and dad and your brother are waiting for you. You need to go. This is just a dream, I guess. Um, she says it's just a dream. And apparently it's all just been a dream in Mary's head, which doesn't explain why the fucking, why the Christmas tree fell over. No, well, and there's also, when NC first wakes up and introduces himself to Mary, he writes his initials on the chalkboard because he has this moment where he says they call me nc and and mary's like oh you mean mc no nc and he writes it on the chalkboard and the next morning when mary wakes up she sees those uh, that's written on the chalkboard yeah 
so it, it like it's... I it's... I feel like yeah. the snow fairy was just bullshitting Mary to be honest. I, I yeah, I feel like that was not not true. <laughs> it just I don't know. But I don't know. It's it's very strange and it feels like they were trying to go for it's all a dream but then they didn't, you know. Yeah. stick to it in in the layout of the plot. Yeah. I, it's uh, it's weird. I, I wish Mary had called the snow fairy on that. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, then what? Then how did all this happen? Yeah. And then Snow Fur would be like, oh, fuck, he caught me. Wow, dreams are magical. <laughs> wow. Wow, it's just as a dream. Just don't question it, I guess. It's the magic of dreams. Can I? I just want to, before we wrap up, I just want to, my favorite moment with the Snow Fairy. Um, when Mary is begging NC to wake up, for some reason, a vision of the Snow Fairy appears. And Mary tearfully Oh yeah. yeah. Mary Mary tearfully asks the Snow Fairy what she has to do to wake up and see. And the Snow Fairy replies, she just goes, I don't know. She goes, I don't know, lol, and disappears. Disappears. <laughs> why would you why would you write that into the movie? She's like, my magic couldn't do it, so now it's up to you. And Mary's like, what do I do? And she's like, I don't know. And then, then pieces the fuck out. Yeah, it's like, just, oh, okay. Why would you put that in the movie? That's, that's terrible. The why would you do this? Snow fairy appears, does nothing, and then disappears within the span. <laughs> my of- job here is done. Yeah. But you didn't do anything. She leaves. Yeah. <laughs> just i love it like why did they why did they bother to film that i guess why did they bother to film any of this like this entire fucking movie it's so everything about this film is so absolutely utterly baffling like i feel like i could like because i know it's getting near the end of the podcast Mm -hmm. we've been going for a while i feel like there's so many things that i want to like touch on yeah but i it would be just it would re- literally be a recounting of the whole film. Yeah. I I think it's fair to say that we would both recommend this one. Make your friends watch this. Yeah. Like it's I think it's under it's on Nutcracker in 3D. It's on Amazon Prime. Ooh. So if if one if you or one of your friends has Amazon Prime, um have a watch party and just uh yeah, this like, there's so much batshit, horse shit, fucking <laughs> ridiculous goddamn nonsense in this film. Yeah. That it just, it bears witnessing just in general. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's worth it to look at. This is absolutely one I would be willing to watch again and again with people because it's just, it's fascinating. I, I think there's it's so it's it's bad. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't you we're not watch you're not watching this to have like to enjoy it. Yeah. As a good film. No, no, no. Like this this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it just it does. It's not good. No. But it's an entertaining watch when you know yeah. you're going to be able to talk about it with someone else. Yeah, no, it's not good, <laughs> but it is a good time. Yeah. Oh, God. Most of my... I, I, 
there's a lot of my notes that are just sort of blank because I was so dumbfounded. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I, the words failed me. Yeah. Would you, so this inaugural Nutcracker November, I, oh my God, I was, I was expecting this one to be the big grand finale. And, and I, as we kind of talked about, I was, I was not expecting your hatred of the nuttiest Nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) So in, in the analogy that we came up with in the first episode for this month, where we were talking about this month being a, a trip down a hill on a crazy carpet how how do you think this overall this trip went did we stick the landing um i feel like we actually did these in the right order yeah oh good um because because what it was is that we started with the first one which was just like it was fine Mm -hmm. it was fine just shrug and then we did one that you didn't hate, but I fucking hated. <laughs> so we got to have the excitement of just, I I don't like this movie yeah. at all. And then we wound up on, I didn't hate this, but this is so much more buck wild than the other two oh, that it's almost in a category of its own. Like, it is just ridiculous. Good. So I like I feel like if we had ended on Nuttiest Nutcracker, and I, I it would have left a sour, a more sour taste in my mouth. That you know what? That's a good point. I I'm glad then because I I was I was a little worried that after the Nuttiest Nutcracker, you would watch this and be like, eh, you know, it, this is fine. No, no, <laughs> no, n- not at all. Yeah, like the Nuttiest Nutcracker. If if it had been the last one, like following this. Like if we if I had seen this and been like taken on this like ridiculous journey mm-hmm. and then had to follow that up with the nuttiest nutcracker I f- I would feel like I wouldn't ever want to do it again. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. We next year you'd be like, "I don't, I don't want to do Nutcracker November." Yeah, it would it would be like we've seen We've seen the craziest one, and that was kind of fun because it was, like, so baffling. But then you gave me the nuttiest nutcracker, and all I remember from last November is wanting to throw this whole podcast out a window (laughs) because of the nuttiest nutcracker. So instead, I get left with the memories of whatever this nonsense was. (laughs) And I'll take it, you know. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad it worked out that way. Cause we do. We have several other Nutcracker adaptations that we need to get through. They. We've definitely gone through. I think the worst and the craziest ones. <laughs> um. So look forward to next year, where it'll just be, I guess, kind of more chill. More, more chill. There's ones that I, I kind of genuinely like, and then there's like, you know, ones like there's the Care Bears Nutcracker, like stuff like that. Oh hell yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that'll be, it'll be nice. Yeah. To, to, to go through those ones next year. A, a chiller Nutcracker November. Yeah. And I will say, as a shout out to all of the actors in this film, you killed it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. the child actors. You did yeah. a great job. You did the, you, yeah. 
you did you did great. I again I I love this movie. I try and make people watch this movie anytime I get. So this is this is definitely go watch this one. Maybe if yeah. if you force somebody to watch the nuttiest nutcracker, um try Don't. And- <laughs> Don't do that. They won't be your friend anymore. Well try if you do and if it if things are looking dicey pop this one in right after and then hopefully it'll it'll improve the mood uh, no just just skip just skip the naughtiest nutcracker just skip that one completely <laughs> don't don't even look at it don't no, talk to it don't shake its hand on. don't speak its name you know you want it Come just on. watch this one enjoy albert einstein yeah. singing about relativity and being magic i guess and uh, happy Nutcracker November. Yeah. We're, we're done. We're free. I'm free. You're, you're free for another year. Oh, God. Thank you. Yeah, oh, so we, goodness. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we do. We are doing a Christmas episode this December. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but also, we're, we're doing an extra special something. Um, we are? Yeah. So Bree and I guested on an upcoming episode of uh, Mike Westfall's Advent Calendar House podcast. Heck yeah. So that is going to be coming out on or around December 10th, I believe it was. Um, So please be sure to check that out. We are we are covering a princess movie. I don't know if we want to reveal the episode or. No, no, but let's uh, not let's not give it away. Yeah. Um. It's probably a little obvious if you follow us on Twitter, but yeah, it was uh, very, very exciting to be able to do that. Um, yeah, that was so great. Thank you. Thank you so much to Mike, because that was a blast to do. Yeah, I, I really hope that, because uh, we, we kind of chatted with him after recording about some potential episodes to do with him next year, and I really hope that that comes through, because I would love to be able to do that with him again. It was so much fun. I've been yeah that was that was awesome yeah I've been listening to Mike's podcast for a few Christmas seasons now and he is just he's <laughs> so good everybody if you haven't please go check him out because he definitely deserves more listeners yeah for sure I managed to go an entire episode without swearing so give me credit for that oh yeah we we had to remain yeah. without swears that whole episode and i think we did it yeah. i think we did it yeah have to listen to it when it comes out mike's mike's podcast is just like he it's not that he forbids swears it's just that it's like i don't know i just feel like mike's podcast it's meant more for families yeah i think yeah <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be family friendly yeah i so i don't want to he would have had to bleep out <laughs> so much for me can you imagine oh my god watching these films and and not not, being allowed to swear oh my god i don't think we'd get very far (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thank you again to mike that was super fun and keep an eye on like follow him on twitter and and keep an eye on our twitter because i'm sure we'll oh yeah we'll let y'all know when that comes out absolutely and uh speaking of the twitter if you want to take a look at clips from this and other movies that we have taken a look at you can follow us on Twitter at BadPrincessMOV. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at BadPrincessMovies at gmail.com. 
And we also have a catalog of bad princess movies that I have in my collection. If you want to peruse that, you can find that at badprincessmovies.com. And that'll be it for this Nutcracker November. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for joining us and and see you well, in a couple weeks for the next episode, but next year for more Nutcracker, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> counting down. This countdown no. starts now. Oh, boy. Flip the clock. 365 uh. days until the next Nutcracker November. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> All right. We'll thanks, for, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. No, no. That's the song I'll fade out to. Day is night, so you might turn your highs to lows. If you think positive, open mind, you will find life is kind. It's all relative. Relative. What makes relative?